Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9 KISW. Your guess is as good as mine on the way to categories today. The world's friendliest accents and college football and the most national championships won. But first time for a few emails from The Men's Room at KISW.com. You've got mail. Well, let's see here. Birthdays. Uh, Ted's down at the uh, the game in Houston, so we'll re- we got a got a short stack birthday uh, oh, yeah. request. Yeah. All right. So please just have, I guess, Goofy wish our wonderful son Rocco a happy seventeenth birthday. Let him know what to look forward to next year. Thanks, guys. Well, guys, happy seventeenth birthday, there, Rocco. I'll tell you what, you come on down to the happiest place on earth, and at 17, you can get naked, jump in the fountain, sure, maybe get a lifetime ban, but next year, when you turn 18, you'll actually go to jail. <laughs> Jesus. Guy says, my girlfriend Olivia's 21st birthday, she's smart, beautiful, and loves to party and goof off. Can I get a motivational quote from Miles about taking magical mushrooms? A suck-it-up cupcake if we can. Uh, Coach Ted is not here. But thank you guys uh, so much. Going out to some nice bars here in Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. That from Jeb in North Carolina. So suck-it-up cupcake? Did you see his girlfriend? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He needs no motivational words. He's doing Olivia, okay. I'm assuming that you are on magical mushrooms when you decided it would be a good idea to go out with Jeb. (laughs) You're young. You're 21 years old. You might think you're in love right now, but you never know. Take one good look at Jeb and say, is that the guy that I want to be with for the rest of my life? Who puts men's room quotes on his door to his dorm room? <laughs> Love you, Jeb. But all I'll say is my uh, brother Keith's 51st trip around the sun. Can I get a, your penis is too small? The dirty German doing what they want to this uh, electrician brother of mine. And some words of wisdom from Miles. Thanks, guys, and keep up the great work. That from Carl, a.k.a. Baby Huey. Yeah, Baby Huey sounds like a lovely name. Means you must be in shape. But as far as your friend's birthday, yeah, I did not know much about this electrician thing, but one of the first things that my father taught me was the difference between the male and the female plugs. And I have never been the same. Hmm, okay. All right, here, let's see. (laughs) Keith, okay. Try this one at a party. This is a good one. Here's a limerick that you can do at a party. Oh, a limerick. Yeah, do this one, okay? 
There once was a fellow named McSweeney who spilled some gin on his weenie. Just to be couth, he added vermouth and slipped his girlfriend a martini. Oh, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. The old penis martini. Order that one at the bar. See what they come up with. But you always want to give a happy Jackie Robinson birthday, 42, to my loving fiance, uh, Mary Carr. Can I please get the dirty German talking about her amazing Filipino adobe sauce? And go dogs for tonight's game. Love you. Can't wait to call you my wife. Go Browns. That from Kyle. Let's see. There we go. Yeah, I experienced her Filipino adobe sauce uh, when I went canyoning. That's it, huh? Yeah, that is it. But y'all, today's my husband's 54th birthday. His name is Andy. Could you please have the dirty Germans uh, talk about uh, him dipping his fishing pole, uh, sipping his Jim Beam, and eating his tuna sandwich, and his cat Big Head? Uh, also, can you please give him a Leroy Jenkins in an OG fish sandwich? Thank you, guys. That from his wife, Jeanette. Leroy Jenkins! Yeah, what did you want to all the teacher requests on? First, uh, fishing pole, yeah. sipping Jim Beam, eating a tuna sandwich, Steve. Yeah, generally speaking, you start with the Jim Beam, and then uh, I would say, then you eat your tuna sandwich, and then you dip your fishing pole. That's the order? Yeah, typically, if... I think you, I'd eat the tuna sandwich last. Yeah, my thought is this. Sometimes you don't want to experience the bait that was left in the tuna sandwich. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's oh. why it's the tuna sandwich. Then dip the fishing pole. Understood. Guys, want to wish my old man Paris a very happy 67th birthday from his old lady, Jay. Having an Obama drop the beat, a smoky happy Chinooka, and most of all, a big bong hit. Uh, we don't miss a show, guys. Love you, and go dogs. Thank you. That from Jackie. Drop the beat. Happy Chinooka. I still can't get past the Chinooka. Man. I don't know what that means. I know what it means. Happy okay. Chinooka. Oh, yeah, we did go up Happy in Detroit Chinooka. on that street. Warwick Avenue. Could you please give a birthday shout-out for Lightweight? He has made 77 revolutions around the big ball. Uh, back in the day, there were a, there was a Lightweight and Lickin' Bachelor Pad in Bremerton. The two of them just slayed the cuties. Lightweight was the jokester. He would pour a bucket of ice water on Lickin' when he was showering. One day, Lickin' got back and turned off the hot water at the tank, then turned it back on. The next day, Lightweight replaced the hot water heater. It's been over 40 years, and this is the first time he will have heard that it was not a hot water heater <laughs> issue. So can you please give an OG fish sandwich and the dirty Germans talking about what goes on on their bachelor party pad? Happy birthday there, lightweight. That from Lickin' and the boys. Do I get a fish sandwich? Yeah, here's the thing. They say with age comes wisdom. And if he was slaying it back in the day, he is 77. He is now a magical beast and should rewrite the Kama Sutra. All right, guys, here you go. Happy, happy, happy birthday! Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, 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 to 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 uh, from last week on the Odyssey app, gentlemen, I was supposed to be in Houston right now oh. watching UW play Michigan in the college football national championship. But our flight got canceled last minute. Thank you to the door blowout on the Alaskan Airlines oh. 737 Max for causing that. I am so disappointed and so pissed. I 
am not okay. Respectfully, that from Sean. You shouldn't be okay. It's one of those deals where, and and look, man, when it comes to airline safety, all of us want to be safe because that's kind of a one-and-done deal. But you go, all right, hey, man, look, I really want to go to this game. I know a door got blown off mid-flight, but nobody died. My thought would be, I'm going to fly there anyway. If the door, the worst thing I heard is that a kid's shirt got sucked off. Not funny, but funny. Uh, but everyone was okay. Like, dude, I will chance it. Right. I will yep. chance yep. this. Oh, let's see here. Plans ended up sucking. We go to England for this one. Bachola's in uh, August 2018. A friend and I decided to go to a music festival in Austria in a town about 20 miles west of Vienna. A quick bit of backstory. Up until then, I'd only been to Glastonbury, which is the granddaddy of all festivals. At Glastonbury, there are no separate entrances for camping and non-camping. There aren't curfews. You can bring in as much alcohol as you want. It is fantastic. Trust me when I say there is nothing, nothing other than maybe Burning Man like that in the United States. No, there's really not, man. Where you can walk in with all your own crap like that. Do that. Legally. Correct. Yeah. All right, we can do it, but you have to you do it. You can know, pull into a parking lot and get a camping spot at the gorge and have a wonderful time and bring in your own stuff and all that stuff. I get that. I understand that. I'm talking about walking into the into the gorge itself with the no. stuff. So I assume this is what all festivals would be like. I was very wrong. The camping area at the festival in Austria was separate from the main grounds. And while you could bring your own booze into the camping area, you couldn't bring it into the main grounds. And that really sucked. And it put me off almost on all non-Glastonbury festivals for life. On top of that, it's 90 degrees every day, barely a single patch of shade to be found. I got very badly sunburned. It was downright miserable. Thankfully, there was a strip mall maybe just under a mile away from the grounds and had a bowling alley. So my friend and I spent the better part of each day at the blissfully air-conditioned bowling alley bar and then went back to the festival later in the evening when it cooled down. As a bonus, even for 2018, you could still smoke in most bars in Austria at that time. So bonus there. Uh, cheers, bitches. That from Sean in England. That's one of those annoying things where we go like, in principle, we understand why you don't want people to smuggle booze into your venue. Dude, we understand. We get it. But when you start going to venues and what you charge for the booze is ridiculous, what you find is more people will smuggle things in because at that point, it's not about being sneaky. It's about... I need to save money. Yes! I already spent 380 bucks on a ticket for blank. I don't want to spend 16 bucks of beer. And uh, one more here. On uh, what I did, uh, what I got Last to do. Last summer? That kind of sucked. Oh, bitches, uh, Ola from Hornell, New York. My buddy Dave and I went to the great, great house of guitars in Rochester, yes! New York. To get tickets for the very first Family Values Tour with Corn as a headline. I'm sorry, man. Just it, look, for my youth, that was one of the coolest places you could ever go. Was uh, also the very first show at the remodeled War Memorial, then yep. changed to Blue Cross Arena. Coming out of the house of guitars, parking lot slammed a massive uh, slammed into a massive pothole, broke a rear control arm on my car. I fixed it MacGyver style uh, with four muffler clamps uh, and a chunk of steel, kind of like a splint. Nursed the car, then the two-hour drive home, drove easy. Uh, come time to go to the show, no one would let us use their car. So again, lit my broken-ass car to Rochester, turned off on our exit, bam, another pothole. My splint came unhooked, called a buddy for tools, rebanded the car, get to the show, missed the first band, Incubus, I think. Meanwhile, I was uh, near death with a flu. Buddy Dave, he's tripping bad on acid. Not a fun combo. Great show, but I felt like complete S, and he's tripping B's. 
Good times, still low buddy with the emergency tools, case of beer. That from the trickler. Oh no, I hit the wrong. Uh, what, what is this? What, what are we playing? What is going on? Playing the Stars and Stripes, dude. America, man. That is America. a smooth mix, dude. We're in America. You're the best DJ ever. Thank you. I'd be like wedding DJ stuff. Time for uh, your guess. This is as good as mine. It's an easy game to play. We get a contestant in line. From there, you guess from one of two categories and try to guess as many rights in said category before three strikes and you're out in there. He's gone. We just lost our contestant. Yeah. On your guess, this is as good as mine. So the question for you, Ty, uh, two fine gentlemen. Because you mean be, me and Mike? That's exactly right. You'll be oh, playing. Uh, you'll be playing the home version of the game. I was oh, not fantastic. prepared for this. Yeah. Would you like the college football teams with the most national championships won? Ironically enough, or would you like the most uh, friendly accents around the world? <sighs> I don't feel confident really with either of these teams. I don't so feel like either. Decide. I know what Miles said at the top of the show, but as I worked far as... on this one, and this is only time dated for today. All right, you know what? Let, let's do it. I mean, come on, I can use this one. Not that he's twisted our arm. Right. But you know what? Mike and I have decided after conferring for 45 minutes, in other words, three seconds when you made us do it, we're going to take the college teams that have won the most. All right. Let's go, man. Okay, as you know, the national championship is on tonight. What? Yes, it it is. Oh, my God. Mercy. Okay, so the first college football national championship was back in 1869. 1869. I remember the Rutgers played somebody. A season was only eight days long and had two games, Princeton at Rutgers, which Rutgers won and Rutgers at Princeton. Princeton won that game. So we have for you today the 10 teams who have won the most college football national championships. Most of these have won more than five. To give you an idea. More than five. If you're looking for clues, all right, right, first of all, we have one independent team. That should be a gimme. Okay. All right. That explains that one. Yep. We have one team from the Pac-12. We have only one team from the SEC. Three teams from the Big Ten. Okay. Also, here's the the one you should be able to do better on the knot. Three teams from the Ivy League. Ivy from League. back in the day. Remember, three Ivy League. The Ivy League basically started, started what we know to be college football. So I'm going to guess Yale. And one team from the Big 12. So let's see. All right. So he goes Steve the Thrill Hill says Yale. Yale is number one. Oh, real? Okay. Number all right, one. All right, all right. Yale won national championships in 1874, 1876, 1878, 1881, Never Do we go that. Harvard then? Did Harvard ever have a I good football go team? I would go Harvard only because Harvard's always Yells whatever. Right, they're, they're big enemy, that. right? Yeah. Harvard. Harvard. That would be a tie at number eight. All right. You are correct. Harvard. Harvard has won eight national championships. 1942, 1954, 1957, 1961, 
Princeton won championships in 1869, 1878, popular i don't know if they're the best from an ivy league school they have since retired maybe two seasons ago they were a quarterback uh, they played for damn near every team in the nfl which was seven. Oh, right Fitzpatrick. Yeah. yeah okay i want to say he was a harvard guy let's move on and do these individually because i think it'll be easier just to have okay. your mind notre dame right independent, independent. let's get rid of that it is notre dame uh notre dame is at number four on the list they have won 13 national championships, 19 and 19, 19, 24, 19, 29, 19, 30, 19, 43, 19, 46, 47, 49, 64, 66, 73, 77, and 88 when they beat West Virginia University yeah. in the Fiesta Bowl. Wasn't that your team. freshman or sophomore year? Uh, that would have been my freshman year. I did not play that year. That was cold. Oh, you'd yeah. have been the difference. If he was on the uh, team, man. I was not on, oh, the, t- dude, was yeah. not on the team. Notre Dame had no oh, chance no, of no, no, no way, dude. So, so we have SEC coming up. Let's do the one SEC team that won a national championship. Alabama, right? Alabama's number two on the list. They have won 16 national championship titles. 1925, 26, 30, 1961, 64, 1965, 1978, 1979, 1992, 2009, 2011, 2012, 1931, all you don't know, that's Michigan State, Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio. Uh, I'm sorry, Ohio State. Uh, Penn State is on that list as well. I'm going to see, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, what, Ohio. Okay, we got Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, Michigan State, Minnesota, Nebraska, Northwestern. Tied for number eight. Oh, thank God. All right, all right. number eight with eight. Championships won 1942, 1954, 1957, 1961, 1970, 2002, and 2014. So far, you guys have gotten one, two, three, four, seven, five, six, seven out of the ten. Do we go no strikes against you? So far, two more Big Ten teams. There are two more Big Ten teams. Do we go Rutgers, Purdue, Penn State? Maybe Nebraska. State, man. The back in the day, Nebraska. Okay, I would say either Nebraska or I don't know if Michigan State's done it. Iowa. Michigan State? I'm going to say Michigan State. Michigan State? Yeah. No. (laughs) Damn it. No. There's another team in Michigan. Let's go Michigan. That's like taking Zog. It's got the best football team in Michigan. Michigan Jesus Christ. I thought we'd already said that. My bad. Time for number six. You have one strike against you. You still are okay. There's one more team from the uh, Big 
10, 12, whatever you want to call it. I, I like, Big 10, I guess it is. Maybe Nebraska, man. Right? Maybe Nebraska. I like Penn State. I don't know why, but I like Penn State. Penn like State's it. not a bad guess. You want to go Penn State, you want to go Nebraska. You know what? I'll take the risk. Penn State, Miles. Damn. All right, I'm going to give you a break. Let's move on to the Big 12. Let's just do the Big 12 conference. This should be between one of two teams. It should be easy enough. You just have to determine based on history which one of these two teams do you believe has been uh, national champion the most. Is it Texas Longhorns? I'm wondering Texas I Longhorns. Would go no. Tech. no. 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 Damn. No. All right. If it's not. This is a traditional old school team. Oklahoma. There's one. That Oklahoma. You can pick. Oklahoma, dude. Pick number. There you go. Number nine, Oklahoma All comes right. in. They've won seven national championships. 1950, 55, 56, 1974, 1975, 1985, 2000. They bury Switzer errors. They did pretty well, though. All right, Mike, okay. look. We got one more you got strike, one and we school. got one more good guess. You got one school one left. School they left. are in the Big Ten, or what used to be the Big Ten. All right, we have Oklahoma State. This is a... This, no, 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 no. No, no, we're back to the Big Ten. We're back to the Big Ten. Oh, big, oh sorry. Big Ten. Right, right, right. I want right. you to think of a hockey-powered university. They are the ones that won back in the day. Their last national championship was in 1960. However, they won in 1934, 1935, 1936, 1940, 1941. A hockey strong school. All right, we're doing it. We're doing it like Family Feud, where Mike and I have mouth things. We're going yep. Wisconsin. You still good say answer. good answer. Good, good answer. answer. Good answer. Wisconsin. Good answer. Out of the ten, not bad. That would be the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Get out of here. They won six national championships. So the college football teams with the most national championship titles. Number 10, Minnesota with six. Oklahoma is nine with seven. A tie for eight with Ohio State and Harvard at eight. Southern California has had six national titles. They tie Michigan with six, I'm sorry, nine national titles. Notre Dame has 13 at number four. Princeton has 15 at number three. Alabama, 16 at number two. And the team with the most college football national championships, Yale. Yeah. With 18. Yeah. Coming up, we'll drink a toast with a shot of the day. You are listening to The Men's Room. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 99.9 KISW. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. All right, take out here in just minutes. We'll drink and toast for the shot of the day. And we do have your headlines on the way at 550. But first, let's check out Mike Hyde with some of the stories and headlines he is not working on. Thank you, Miles. Linguistic experts say swearing has become a lot more acceptable over the last 20 years, but mainly due to the diverse uses for swear words other than insults. 
Yeah, for sure. So they're saying sure. it's a you know it's a little bit more acceptable because it's not actually just you know meant to hurt feelings. Yeah, you you get things corrected a lot of times. I found when you cuss. Right, right. If you save it, thirty three percent of people feel low on energy four days out of the week. Do something. Depends on the time of the Change year. Change something right. about when it. the man. sun shining, I feel like oh, I'm going to go home and grill tonight. I'm going to hang out. Right. Outside. Like It's just a different mentality based on where you live and seasonal stuff and everything else. Well, and for the most part, if you're if you're tired during the day, you know why. You stayed up too late. You, you drank too much. You Well, sometimes no. Sometimes it's just like, man, I just could sure. not get to sleep. But if it's a night. frequent problem, you know what the problem is. Just it's fix you. it. Yeah. Right. There's something that you can do to fix it. Now, not for everybody. I understand that there's some people that can't quite fix it, but you know the adjustments you've got to make. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. When it comes to treating sickness, 63% of people use the traditional method of sleep and cold meds. Wait, say that again now. 63% of people use the traditional method of, of curing sickness, you know, just having a common cold. All right. Sixty-one or 63% of people are just like, yeah, get some extra sleep. Take some cold meds. Yeah. I think the thing about a cold, we look at a cold, you're just like, eh. Right. It will pass. It's not the end of the world. Exactly. If fever sucks, the flu sucks, a cold, you're kind of like... Eee. It's a suppressant. It's just... Right. It's not, right. not going to help. No. The it's only a, thing that's that's, that's going to work is letting your body do what it does. No, you're not. better off letting your body fight it than giving it, you know, like... That's why a little you feel army. the way you feel. Correct. 31% of people prefer alternative methods, which they go like mm-hmm. honey and tea, which that's not even an alternative method to me. To make. me, that's not about... Because I'll do that, but it's not... That it makes me less sick for a shorter amount of time. It's that we talk for a living. Right. I just need my throat coated. Absolutely. Right? I mean, honestly, it's like the remedy is about what is the symptom I can push aside to do what I've got to do. It's never about getting rid of the cold. Exactly. I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to storage, I tend to find myself a little bit on the lacking side. However, there is one constant area that you can always go to, and that is the lovely bedroom closet. <laughs> but even there's some things that they don't recommend putting in that closet. Luckily, I have an entire list. The Men's Room Top 10. The Men's Room Top 10. 10 things you should never store in your bedroom closet, according to experts. Well, according to the experts I've spoken with on the condition of anonymity, it's best to dispose of clothing or other paraphernalia that are not yours. It turns out if something were to transpire, you can't be accused of suppressing evidence if it's not there to begin with. Oh, God. Or so I am led to believe. My man, he listened to me. And you should consider tearing out the old drywall in case there is staining. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Thank you, VD. Ten things that you should never store in your bedroom closet, according to experts. Number ten being excess bedding. Basically, it's just it's going to create a little bit more clutter. Okay. Unless you have that, you know, regular rotation bedding. If you have maybe two sets of sheets where one's on the bed, one's in the closet ready to go in for one. That the, is what we have. The, exactly. Right. We're washing these. Put these on. Right. I mean, worse than that. I wash them and put them right back on so I don't have to fold the, the fitted sheets. That's, that's what the, we do. That's my Antichrist. Right I there. don't really fold them. They're kind of wrapped in a nice package, but they're not, quote, unquote, folded by anyone's definition. You guys use a top sheet? I yeah. We used to, man. We I don't anymore, man. In a while. I, and, not, I feel like I get better breathing underneath the, the really, comforter. I actually like the sheet. Remember I the like blanket is just on top of us, and it's fine. It is what it is. But, you know. I just like a cool feeling, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Unworn clothes. As clothing that Nova no longer fits or hasn't been worn in a significant period can take up valuable space in your closet. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Go, 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 go to Goodwill. Right. Look at something. Have I worn this in a couple years? Right. If it's one of those things where it's an event thing, yeah, of course keep it. A suit, keep it. Yeah, right. All those things. Sure. But, if, but if it's just something that doesn't fit you right, look, man, I bought some really cool-ass T-shirts in my life. For whatever reason, they just didn't feel comfortable. And yeah, bro, I right. got a pair of shoes from you. I got a pair of Doc Martens from Miles. It's like, man, they don't fit my feet right. Like, right. cool. Exactly. Yeah. Get them out there. And once a year, man, just go through, just check out everything, see how it's all going. Seasonal decorations there. Basically says give your seasonal what? decorations their own VIP space. Oh, you mean like a Christmas sweater? Or well, no, okay. decorations. Like oh. actually hiding your in Christmas your decorations in your bedroom is the closet. garage. Yeah, We've garage. got every holiday. I did not right. know this. My wife has informed me. Every holiday that we have that I would decorate, it is in the garage and it go. is labeled. Not to mention bedroom closet. bedroom closets are for bedroom stuff. Yeah. I agree with that 100%, man. Anything that's extraneous, not everyone has a lot of extra room, but I don't know, slide right. it under the bed. Anywhere. My bedroom closet needs to be stuff I actually do. Right. Ten things you should never store in your bedroom closet, according to experts. Paperwork and important documents. No, that is an office space. That is a desk. That is a yeah. that is a chest of drawers. Not a chest of drawers, but a, uh, a filing cabinet. Filing cabinet. There you go. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't. Again, leave stuff where it should naturally go. Workout equipment. Now, this is one that I would do because... In it, your bedroom closet. Well, sometimes, you know, you pump a little bit of the iron there in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, Do you, Mike? Are you pumping iron in your bedroom? Well, damn straight I am, man. Do you lift weights in there, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the iron. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe he called his wife iron. Yeah, no. That is... Uh, no. Such disrespect. Bulky oh. equipment can occupy valuable space iron and detract Betty. from serene environment you aim to create. In your I'm life. Iron Man. Yeah. 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 Iron Betty. <laughs> Luggage. Says if possible, store luggage in a separate area like a storage room or under a bed. This prevents it from taking up valuable closet space. I always store my my baggage in in my bedroom if I can. We have a guest bedroom that has all the luggage. And inside of that luggage is every person's toiletry bag. There you go. Right, so the kids yeah. are like, dude, you may have brushed your teeth with this last year. My closet's year. pretty efficient. You're doing it again. Right. I just put the bag in there because it's easier for me to pack. Sure. Now, I'm with dude, you there. Miles, you turn me on the California closets. Oh, my and God. So, like, what a game changer. Fair, they're not cheap, but fairly inexpensive. And uh, I did that for mine and my wife's closet because we have my, uh, Mike, as you know, a lot of shoes. Of course. Uh, they take care of all of it. I'm like, you know what? Money, dude. Mm-hmm. I am down. Gets that dresser out of there that you don't need. Yep, a little right. bit more just regular living area in your bedroom. Pet supplies. Well, it might seem convenient. Storing pet items like food, litter boxes, or pet toys in the bedroom closet can lead to hygiene issues. The litter... Man, that litter box is as far from my personal civilization in my house as is possible. You know when the litter box is in the bedroom? When company's over and I need to stash the cat somewhere. Even at man, we got a separate room for... It's not just a litter box room, but the room where we go... This is okay. By the that's, way, that's my I scooped uh, it out Sunday, and it's just, I look at the cat like, I know what I feed you. What is happening? Are you going to McDonald's yeah. and getting Big Macs? Like, I told you it's going to be the year of the cat. I just got to figure out where the litter box goes this time, because every time I'd come into my house, that dog was kicking it, or the cat was kicking it. And sure. Just like, oh, man. You got to get one of those little hut smiles. But you I get do, broken just cats. Put, just where to oh, put gotcha. it. Okay. So it like, doesn't matter. You'll find a spot. You man. go out of, and God bless you, man. You get broken animals. Well, Senior Larry was one of the greatest cats ever, but man, when he laid it down, he laid it. Oh, what was his issue before you got him? Uh, someone kicked him in the head and smashed right. his face. You oh, don't just get a cat. You get a cat yeah. that has like Is a that story. why you haven't you found like, one yet? Is because you, know, you haven't found one that's like There's not yet. enough you know, trauma you know, on the cat for miles. You know, like a Himalayan or a Persian yeah. that's got a very flat face, a very smug yeah. nose on it. Have you ever seen those cats before? Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I had the same cab, but it was a Maine Coon. Someone actually kicked the face in like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What's supposed to look like What's that? What's supposed to look like that? That's just how it ended up. Ten poor things poor you guy should, had a hard time chewing food. So. Ten things you should never store in your bedroom closet. Excessive hangers, they say. Which, we don't. My, my wife is very specific about hangers. There are no more hangers in our closet that we need for the clothing that we own. I bought hangers. I bought like 50 hangers, 60 hangers, right? Yeah. They're all the same hanger. I bought them online. Yeah, do like, it, Like, they're kind of woodenish, but they're whatever. Well, yeah, you're going to get more shirts and wire, pants and stuff. Every wire hanger I had, unless, unless it yes. came from dry cleaning and it's still mm-hmm. in the wrap, I don't use them. We keep three wire hangers for my daughter's bathroom experience. Indeed. you got to cut some stuff up there. You need them for a reason. Hazardous materials such as flammable liquids, chemicals, combustible materials should never find their place in a bedroom closet. They pose safety risks, including fire hazards or toxic fumes. It's your bedroom. Right. This is where you are supposed put to be it serene. You're put relaxing. It. Your body's on a shelf until you need it again. Or put it in the guest room when a guest you don't like is staying. Right. Like if something goes wrong, I hope they burn. Damn, but not man. in your room. I, Mike, I'm not saying I hope something goes wrong. But if it something might. goes wrong, I hope it happens to that. But the number one thing that you should never store in your bedroom closet. Now, this is according oh. to experts, and they know everything. And experts know exactly where a drum roll is. There it is. <laughs> Muddy shoes. This should be a no-brainer, it says, but if your shoes have mud on them, don't put them in your closet until they've been cleaned. No, take them off of the door when you walk in your home. Right. Look, I don't have a no-shoe rule for for guests when I go in there. I just don't do it for myself because I don't like cleaning up the big mess. I don't know how anybody can now just trump around their house with their dirty-ass shoes. You know what, man? I don't, uh, and maybe I'm bad. I don't have the shoe rule. I do appreciate that everyone has. And my answer is always the same. I have a dog. I have a cat. I have two kids. There's nothing you can do to this floor that does not happen. I got uh, new carpet on my steps. The only place in my entire home that has carpet. I have a shoe roll now. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Yes. And it's just, you know who it's for? You. Me. I live, for you. Al- I live alone. <laughs> Keep your shoes off. It's for me. A family from Denver had their flight canceled, and now they're stranded in... Honestly, not the worst of places, Miles. Where is that? Give you all the details at 550. Thank you, sir. Headlines are coming at 550. In the meantime, let's get a contestant on the line for Profile This at 206-803-ROCK. Have we made it to drinking time? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 